Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. And today, a closer look at the significance of Reggie Warford in the history of UK basketball. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. If you tuned into this show the past couple of weeks, you know the topic has been Jack Givens, one of the greatest players in the history of UK basketball. And you also heard Jack Givens say that growing up, he never thought he'd play at UK, even though he grew up in Lexington. That's because when he was a kid, UK had no black athletes, and him being African-American assumed he'd have to go somewhere else and play. But then, in the summer of 1969, UK signed its first black athlete as far as basketball. That was Tom Paine. But Tom Paine turned out to be a bust. He had academic issues, and he only played one year, the 70-71 season. He was also having some behavioral issues in addition to his academic issues, So he left after that one season. So Kentucky figured with their second African-American player they were signing for basketball, they had to get it right. The pressure was on. So they signed Reggie Warford from Drakesboro High School in Muhlenberg County. Now, Reggie was a very good high school basketball player, averaged more than 20 points per game both his junior and senior season. So they knew he could compete at Kentucky. Secondly, they wanted someone they knew who would go to class, who had high character, who would set an example, be a role model for future African-American players they wanted to recruit. So that's why Reggie was the perfect choice. He stayed the entire four years, and in 1976, he graduated, first African-American to graduate from UK who played basketball there. For his career, he averaged about four points per game, and in some games, he didn't even get in, didn't get off the bench. But he was competitive when he played, and as a matter of fact, in his senior year, the second half of his senior year, they moved him into the starting lineup. For the NIT championship game that year in 1976, he scored 14 points and helped Kentucky come from behind to win that championship. That's probably his biggest moment in UK basketball history. But once again, he set the trend and was the role model for African-American athletes who followed. Unfortunately, Reggie passed away last year in his late 60s, so there's no opportunity to talk to him about him being recruited by UK and what he went through. But I was curious about all that process and what kind of a person he was in high school. So I talked to one of his high school basketball teammates. His name is Ricky Harris. So what kind of player was he in high school? Oh, he was a, he was a team player. He was an ultimate team player. He, he was... You know, the best player on the team, but you didn't know that. Just how it was. He could probably score 20 more points a game if he had wanted to, you know. But, but that wasn't Reggie. Reggie's just a great guy and a great teammate. Were you surprised that UK recruited him, or did you think he was good enough to go to UK? Well, uh, obviously I was surprised a little bit. Well, why is that? You know, being from a small school and all that, like we were, that maybe he wouldn't get to know the variety. And, uh, you know, and he did. And back then, you know, we didn't have uh, all your camps and uh, AAU and all that stuff. 
so you just thought he'd go unnoticed. He'd kind of fly under the well, radar. Yeah, yeah, that was that was it. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't because he couldn't play. I don't mean that. I didn't mean it that way. But it was because of just the, just not getting the notoriety that some big schools would get. Ricky says Reggie was excited about going to UK, but also a bit nervous because he would be the only African American on the team. And him coming there led to other African Americans to follow. Jack Gibbons, for example, he may have never come to UK had Reggie not signed with the Wildcats two years prior. And I asked Jack about that. When you signed with UK, was he a factor at all in you deciding to come there? Sure, sure. When they started recruiting me, he was very much involved in that and made it clear that he wanted and needed me and James to come to the university. Um, so yeah, he had a big he had a big role in it. In the seventy four seventy five season, which was his junior year, your freshman year, you and Reggie, along with Larry Johnson, James Lee, Marion Haskins. Well, this was the first time five black basketball players were all on the court at the same time in UK history. Did mm-hmm. did you guys understand the significance of that at that time? Um, I, I don't know that we knew at that time all of the implications of that. You know, obviously it never happened before. We knew that. We were aware of that. I think we all thought that that was something that we never would see happen at the university at that time. And I think Coach Hall did that on purpose. He had us all in there to to kind of uh, say, hey, it's a different day at Kentucky, and it's going to continue to be a different day at Kentucky. It doesn't happen unless Coach Hall made sure that it happened. Jack Givens on an historical moment he shared with former teammate Reggie Warford. Unfortunately, Reggie passed away in May of 2022, a little more than a year ago. But I talked to his widow, Marissa, whom he had been married to for 32 years, and I asked her about Reggie. He was a trailblazer for the African-American basketball player at UK. Did he ever talk about that? You know what's interesting? For the longest time, he did not. He never talked about any of his accomplishments before I met him or anything that he did that might have been special. He didn't even do that with the kids until they were, oh gosh, probably young teenagers they 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 didn't know he didn't he didn't display his any awards he didn't talk about what he did um he just had a a quiet um confidence about himself and not until we really started talking about his history and the kids were really starting to get into basketball and wanting to understand um more about the sport and about him that's when he really started talking about the things he did Well, you certainly get a sense from hearing Marissa talk about him, as well as Ricky Harris, his high school teammate. They both talked about how humble Reggie was, and that's what UK was looking for, at least one of the traits they were looking for when they signed him. They wanted somebody who would be a hard worker, humble, go to class, do all the right things, and that's what Reggie did. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. 
Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out. And get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson. In 1972, Reggie Warford, who was from Muhlenberg County, became the second black athlete to sign a basketball scholarship with the University of Kentucky. His first year there, he was the only black player on the team. There were no others. And that sometimes posed difficulties, especially when they went on road trips in the South. Reggie is no longer with us. He passed away a little more than a year ago. So I talked to his widow, Marissa, whom he had been married to for 32 years. Did he ever share stories with you about being harassed by fans on the road or difficulties, anything like that? I can't say that he necessarily ever complained about it because he, he wasn't, he, that wasn't who he was. The, the, I guess the one thing that he did say that was very difficult was, you know, not being able to shower with his teammates on the road, um, not being able to do certain things that the team had went certain places. Um, I think that the, I believe that the University of Kentucky was sensitive enough to that to, to be more thoughtful about what they did and where they went. But he did tell a story um, when he was on a bus at one point and going through the deep south and his coach came down and moved him into the inner part away from the window because of where they were and the area they were going through. Trying to shield and protect the one black athlete on the team as their team bus went through the deep south headed to a game. Reggie Warford, his life as a pioneer for UK basketball. That'll do it for the show this week. As always, my thanks to you for tuning in. I certainly hope you have a great weekend, and I certainly hope to see you back here next week. I'm Gary Fogle. This is Kentucky Sports Memories.